Welcome to Geek Girl Soup. I'm Susan. I'm Kelly. I'm Court. And we are now here. And a minute ago, we were nowhere. Kind <laughs> of like nine days, was, huh? Yeah, we were mm-hmm. gone. Were we gone for that long? No, it was only seven. Oh, but, no, yeah. but I mean, you know, in the movie nine days, what I are they what like in limbo and they sort of just suddenly appear, have no memory of where they were before? I am not even clear on where they were before. Like, had they been on, on as humans before? Are they really virgin souls? I thought they were virgin souls. I treated it like uh, Soul, the movie, the, the animated yeah. movie that came out, where they were in soul school and they were being right. tested to see if they could make it on Earth. True. True. Yeah. Yeah. I think that has become my uh, tide for favorite movie for 2020, um, with tied with Promising Young Woman. When I finally saw it through, uh, you know, as a uh, screener for Spirit Awards. Yeah. Everyone yes. need to, needs to watch that when it becomes available later this year. Yeah. Excellent. Mm-hmm. So what else have you been watching? So you've been uh, catching up with the uh, nominated movies and yes. shows. So I watched uh, something I loved this week. And we'll be getting my vote for the John Cassavetes Award is uh, St. Francis mm-hmm. about the uh, 34-year-old woman, because she keeps reminding us of her age or reminding people of her age, um, who becomes a nanny for um, the two women's daughter. And uh, they have a, a new son, an infant son. And uh, there's a lot going on in that. And uh, I just loved it. I thought that was so good. And uh, yeah, that's nominated Spirit Award. Another nominee is, uh, oh, and that's available on Stars. We did not get a screener for that. I also you know, watched- I'm not sure if we vote in that category. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, you may be right. In the past, we haven't, have we? Shoot. That's okay. I mean, it was a no, good movie. <laughs> that's disappointing. Yeah. Oh, I've now watched everything in that category. No. But yeah, I'm glad I saw it. So I also watched Bull, which is available on Hulu. Um, I didn't expect to like that as much, but I really did. It was good. About um, a 14-year-old girl who uh, whose mother is in prison. And she is on the verge of going into uh, juvenile detention. And she breaks into this rodeo, what's he called? What's that called? Barrel? Rodeo, rodeo not clown. a clown. No, not a clown. No. Um, he helps um, like corral the bulls after someone rides the bulls. Yeah, yeah the rodeo clown. Yeah. No, he called himself something else. The clowns are dressed up as clowns, I thought. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, she breaks into his home with a bunch of her friends. He catches her. He decides not to press charges as long as she helps him with like cleanup and then other things. And then she decides she wants to become a bull rider. And I loved that. And then I also watched Lingua Franca, which is available on Netflix. 
So I'm naming ones, just the ones that are available for other people to watch. And uh, that is about a trans Filipino woman um, who's undocumented. She's a caretaker for this older woman or an elderly woman. And um, uh, the son of that woman, son or grandson? Son. I forget now. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, Then I won't. I mean, I'm trying not to spoil things, but, uh, and I think this is in the description. Um, She or they start a relationship and um, with the potential of helping her stay in this country. Cool. Court, what have you been watching? Um, I um, picked the bucket and we watched Raya and the Last Dragon. Paid the extra 30 bucks for that. And we've talked about that before. If I take my nieces to the movie, I'm spending that much anyway, plus popcorn. So worth it. Like, um, like that was a sweet little movie. And somehow Daniel Kim is hotter than ever in animated form. Like, what is that? Oh, an animated form. Cool. Yeah, and he's the dad. So, okay. <laughs> Well, you really? know, we saw him in real life this week, too. We, oh, yes, we're going to talk about that, too. But yeah. Where was that? Him, um, New Amsterdam is back. Oh, okay. I am not caught up. So I need to do that. Yeah. Especially because this coming week, we're not assigning watching homework, are we? Mm-mm. Okay. All right. I'll try to get caught up. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Oh, no, no. You're good. Um, like, I recommend New, New Amsterdam for sure. Um, also, Raya. Like, if you have the 30 bucks to spend, just do it. Uh, it's it was, it was very well done. And I appreciate them putting the movies out now, given the, our current situation. Um, like we can't exactly put life completely on hold for however much longer this is going to go. Um, and like my niece had the best time we watched it twice. So wow. that, it, it was really sweet. Um, so we had that. Um, I think I watched Minari this week. Um, I hadn't watched it when we recorded last time, but I was able to watch it this week. I enjoyed that very, very much. Um, I was very happy with the awards that were won. Are we going to talk about them later? That, that were won oh like in australia and oh no golden globes I, we didn't oh talk. yes oh no oh, okay. yeah, yeah. forgot yeah. about them already yeah. <laughs> right well, we'll talk but i'm very happy that they won i wish it had won for a different award because yes it was in korean for the most of the movie however it was in it was it was an american movie right it was, but uh, it was a american foreign story. but the yeah, I know. The, the category is foreign language language yeah, yeah. I understand. And if that's what it took to give them an award, fine. I'm pretty excited for all the other awards they're up for. Um, Like super, super, super deserved. Um, I think that that has been a complaint in the past. uh, I thought for the Oscars, wasn't it? I forget for what film that something was an American film, but it was in another language. And so it was excluded uh, it used to be called foreign language film, best foreign language film. And then they changed the title of that, didn't they? Or there was something about, I forget what it's called now in the Oscars, but I think a film was excluded because it was American, even though it was a totally different language. I don't remember. I, 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 remember, I remember which one you're talking about. I can't think of the title right now, yeah. but I um i also watched land um like that was that was pretty good with robin wright um mm-hmm. it was definitely oscar bait though like it was very yeah. 
depressing <laughs> but it was it was really well done i loved all the actors who were involved um i ended up watching a lot of jericho i forgot how much i enjoyed that show and um i'll say that i, I enjoyed my rewatch of a lot of uh the odd couple as well both the new and old versions nice yeah but so that's pretty much that was pretty much my week plus a bunch of reading yeah yeah i watched a bunch of tv shows um you know our our usual shows that we watch uh the ridiculousness of the 911 shows <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the drama the um you know we're gonna have to have maury on the show uh, to do a test for uh 911 Lone Star. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and then, um, like, I'm going to, I might have to take a break on uh, Queen Sugar. I know they're, they're just on their, what, their third episode? Yeah. They're doing each month of 2020. So we're revisiting yeah. 2020 with them. And it's very, it's, it's 2020. So they're doing yeah. it just. I guess it's, I don't know if it's too soon, but it, I mean, it seems like an annoying biopic to me. So. Yeah, it, it's very real. And they make me worried for the characters who I happen to care about because like, COVID is still a thing. And even more so because they're doing it 2020 style where we were scared and we had no idea what was happening. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, a couple of them are, um, well, a couple of our couples are, are very happy and you know, they're doing wonderful things with their lives. And then here comes COVID. They're dead. So, yeah, dimmed. exactly. Exactly. So it's like, okay, so which one of them is going to die? And it's like, well, <laughs> yeah. And, you know, they introduced another character. Oh, well, we know she's going to die. So, <laughs> you know, so I'll just come back after a few more episodes and say, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Are y'all keeping up with Clarice and Snowpiercer? Yes. Week by week? I'm yeah. Not. Oh, you going to wait till they're done? I, you know, just haven't had time to catch up with Snowpiercer again. Um, mm-hmm. I watched like the first three. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It makes a good bench, so. Yeah, so maybe I'll catch up this week in between screeners. (laughs) Take your time. Yeah, I I feel like uh, we've got plenty of time until we're going to get back to normal air quotes. Sure. Oh, no, no, no. Didn't you hear it's magically going to be over on Wednesday? Oh, God. I'm I'm so sorry. (laughs) I am so sorry. Oh, you mean with Texas? In Texas. Yeah, but you guys are outside of Texas, so I, I guess that's why you don't know that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so you get to go mask free in a few days. Sure. Mm-hmm. Have sure. fun with that. No. Full restaurant capacity, theaters. Oh yeah, yeah, I can do all that again. Mm-hmm. Well, didn't Alamo Drive House say they're not doing that? Good. Right. Good right. for them. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Good. they'll let you talk now <laughs> <laughs> right in exchange that's the exchange right. you, can, you can talk and use your phone in the movie because you'll be the only one in the damn theater right, right. <laughs> yeah. i'll take that <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Yeah. yeah if you're okay. willing to go they're they're willing to let you do whatever you want. Sure. Yeah. Like, just please come here. We need the dough. I, I kind of wish some of the like movie theaters would just start streaming their on their own websites. Like, mm. I'll give you money. Just stream the movies on your website. Right. Yeah. Make a deal. Figure it out. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So, but the other thing that that court, I know you and I watched New Amsterdam, mm-hmm. and yep. to say Erica was right, it it you know gave me a. You know, it's like, okay, I dialed 9-1, had one on standby, (laughs) certain parts of it. (laughs) So it was, uh, yeah, it was a good return of, they're in season three now. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they set things up, but you don't, you can't predict where it's going to go. Nope, not at all. Now, Mm -hmm. does it take place in 2020? Yeah, definitely. Okay. And are they bringing in COVID? Yeah. That's good. Yeah. And you know, they had that pandemic episode that they they did before everything started. They're never releasing that. But they did use footage from that episode, Kapoor. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like that worked out. Um, And initially I was wondering how they were going to handle it because we've seen it handled at varying levels. Um, At this point, Grays has been the best at handling like COVID. Mm -hmm. Um, like I, I feel like they, they're they're gonna be close to degrees even though anytime actors are, are standing too close to each other like I still kind of cringe like if mm. they're like no face masks <laughs> yeah um, mm. like one of my favorite shows um, is Charmed and um, the girls have like a magical allergy like they can't get close like you know they can only get so close to each other um, in other characters because you have this couple that just got together and they can't be together because of this allergy. So I appreciate That's I cute. appreciate that far more than like the actors having to use a bunch of mouthwash just so they can be near each other and kiss. Like I don't need them to kiss. Mm-hmm. Not right now. Not working. Yeah. That's yeah. interesting. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And and we had Daniel Day Kim. <laughs> in yes. his gloriousness <laughs> so, <laughs> yes he's he's also quite sexy you know as not animated <laughs> yes he is indeed so yeah yeah max better get his crap together <laughs> <laughs> oh okay you're you're shipping those two huh no no well like max and her in game for sure like, but girls gotta, you know, live a little. Like that was her. That was her point. This episode, like she was afraid yeah. of starting her life, and like with COVID, like you can't be afraid to start your life. So, I mean, are we to assume that okay, they they had one little fling, but she's not doing it again? Is that what happened, or it was Wait it just the thought of it, or were they like headed that way but never quite got there? Uh, this is they are the will they won't they couple like they've been teased since the beginning even when he had a oh no 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 i mean uh daniel oh no no they definitely are like that he's going to be her love interest for this season at least yeah yeah okay like but we hadn't seen him before because the covid the the pandemic episode got cut right so like they're gonna have to write around it yeah 
Or we did see him before, and it's just been forever since I've seen that since the show. I don't know. Like, I feel like his introduction was supposed to be in that pandemic episode. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, like, we just we just yeah. go with it. Okay. He's there. Yes. <laughs> and they clearly know each other, and he's been flirting with her, and she's been turning him down. Okay. Until now. Okay. All right. All right. So. I'm like what else did I watch this week? Um, just I guess some of the uh, I I rewatched uh, Never Have I Ever mm-hmm. that the episode for the uh, Spirit Awards. So and yeah, that's so much fun. It's a cute show. Yeah. So who knows? I might watch the whole thing, but I probably won't. There's so much other stuff I have to watch. So, <laughs> so much. Oh. oh, is is Moxie on your list? Not for Spirit. It's just a new. It's a new movie on Netflix that came out maybe this weekend. Okay. What um, is it? It, it's very good. It's from Amy Poehler. It's a comedy. Uh, well, not really. It's it's a dramedy. Like uh, it's a teenager. She's in high school, and they've got the jocks and all their sexual harassment and um like the girls not being listened to and they cover they cover a lot of issues and they don't do it in that after school special way that that feels uh condescending if it makes sense like they're checking off boxes it doesn't feel that way and when they do it you're like oh my god yes so i was very happy with amy fuller for this cool okay yeah check it out then cool all right we ready to move on to my job done wrong uh-huh all right well i'll i'll start with this um so we'll start with seinfeld the masseuse <laughs> and first massage therapist <laughs> so <laughs> we'll start with that and then yeah the friends and family always trying to get a free one yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so actually i guess that part they did right mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but um, but yeah, they're done. So, you know, I don't know, maybe they did this one, right? <laughs> so it, it was just the, uh, you know, George and the whole gang that were wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, well, I mean, and George. Seinfeld was just, he was terrible. And I loved her reaction when she said, no means no. Yeah. Yeah that was good Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i mean and he never just came right out and asked would you give me a massage right yeah all that passive aggressive bullshit was terrible Mm -hmm. yeah so i felt like she did her job right yeah but i mean obviously i wouldn't know but i thought she handled it well and he was a dick so maybe if he yeah if he had just come right out and asked you know yeah. might have happened yeah see i was gonna ask so is this a, is that a rule like like with medicine you're not supposed to operate on your family member <laughs> no it's, it's yeah i mean it's not that strict you know there yeah for you know massaging family members that's fine <laughs> so <laughs> it's just you know just don't let them take advantage of you Right. And always asking for free massage or if you come home from a hard day at work, then they want you to work some more. No. Yeah. You know, 
have them schedule it and pay, you know, either, uh, I don't want to say what they think you're worth because then, you know, that brings up another, <laughs> you know, like $5, what? <laughs> so, yeah, and say, these are my rates and this is my schedule and sure, I'll, I could work on you here at home. We could do that or, yeah. <laughs> you know, but it will you know, since I'll be adjusting the rest of my day to accommodate this appointment, then, you know, so they need to understand it's a business. It, you're, you're not just doing this, you know, to give them free massage. So, right. Yeah. And I guess the same with uh, the esthetician in uh, <laughs> Sex in the City, but this was more about the technique. So, yeah, I love how it jumps right into into this sex and another city, and they're in LA, and of course in LA you get a bikini wax. So, <laughs> um, she's okay. I guess they're implying that she's using the strips and soft wax, which is cool. wrong for for a bikini or Brazilian. Mm-hmm. You need to use the hard wax. <laughs> so because it's a sensitive area and it's better for the skin so and then you know of course the technique the putting the leg up in the air and all of that it's like (laughs) of course that's another thing you know done for tv (laughs) but you know i mean it does make sense because i mean you're using the body to pull the skin tight which you need to do and you only have so many hands and if the the client's not helping then you got to do something. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah. So, I, I mean, I wouldn't do it because it's just, it's just weird. But, well, not um, everyone can lift their leg up like that either. Exactly. Not everyone does yoga or gymnastics. Yeah. And, and I do sometimes joke with my clients. I'm like, yeah, this is your yoga and stretching session too. <laughs> but, you know, I do, I, I, also wax from a different location i guess um i mean i'm i am at the end of the table and they're kind of like and so i'm seated mm-hmm. and they're um they're at the end of the table like with their legs hanging over the end of the table so because you know me leaning over the table that that'll hurt my back you yeah know? Mm-hmm. so i had to find a way that works for me since I'm the one who's going to be, you know, <laughs> that's a great view. This, so, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, you know, I've, so it's like, like a doctor, you know, yeah. and, um, and yeah, I wax men too. And they're the only ones who have suggested that I get stirrups on the table. Oh um, my God. It's like, no, do going to happen. No. no. I mean, do, do they just want the experience? Is that what? I guess. I guess. Yeah. Hmm. It's like, no. No. No, not necessarily. That, not helpful. Yeah. <laughs> no woman has ever said that. No. <laughs> oh, yeah, you need to get stirrups in here. No. Oh. No. <laughs> yeah. well, okay, and how about um, like the fact that the esthetician didn't either follow the direction of the client or didn't ask the direction right. of the client? 
I was how thinking about that it? too. Like yeah. how did those two women not feel exactly what was being done? Like they were shocked afterwards that yeah. they were nude in the front then, or, you know, totally hairless in the front afterwards. I'm sorry. You would feel that. Right. No. You would definitely feel that, but also by the time it's been ripped, then, you know, you can't put it back. (laughs) Right. Right. And yeah, she should have asked. Yeah. Yeah. So exactly what are we doing here? I I want this and that and, you know, (laughs) make a smiley face or something. Right. (laughs) I mean, they would ask, do you want it all gone? Full Brazilian? Do you want a landing strip? Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, that's some of the portrayals of estheticians who are doing a Brazilian wax on TV. It's mm-hmm. like they're Russian or some sort of, you know, and they're very strict and mm-hmm. this is what's happening and boom. Yeah. And obviously it wouldn't have, it would not have been funny if she had asked. Yeah. So they were going for laughs. Yeah. I understand, but yes. And that's yeah. why you picked this episode. Right. Right. But yeah, in real life, we ask. <laughs> That's good. But yeah, sometimes we forget. So. <laughs> because if the, you know, the five people who came in previously answered this way. And so if you're like on autopilot, even though this person says this and like, oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oops. It'll grow back. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah so that may have happened once or twice oh, Lord. <laughs> understandable <laughs> i just get in the groove and yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but the funny thing is i saw this episode before i was an esthetician so <laughs> oh, wow <laughs> yeah so i i knew what i was getting into yeah Oh, well. <laughs> so does it change what you would do as a client? Oh, I would definitely speak up early and clearly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I'm very particular about my eyebrows. So like oh, when yeah. I'm looking for my esthetician, like the one I have now, who's now moving to North Carolina because of Panini very upset about that um for her on her behalf not because now i have to find a new esthetician um or she's gonna be like touring but um like i'm very specific like my hair like i don't i'm a slow grower and i have a natural arch to it you don't really have to do a lot for me and i don't you know i don't like i'm thin so like i explained that like when i first meet someone um and when they're going to be doing the work and they ask you how you want them so and if you That's want your good. side done <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah that's good it's important yeah. <laughs> yeah well excellent all right so uh kelly are we moving on to you next oh good lord all right so last week when we were assigning i had assigned magnolia and then i watched these two comedies and just yesterday, and I'm like, 
I don't really feel like an intense three-hour movie. So let's yeah. see if y'all have already watched it. And if not, let's switch to Love Guru with Mike Myers, which I've never seen before, but which I imagine would be life coaching done wrong. Mm-hmm. So we switched to that. And it turns out Court had already watched quite a bit of Magnolia. And you didn't tell me that until today. So <laughs> I wasn't going to I wasn't going to make you watch that in hour. But go ahead. Oh. Okay. Well, I would have, but, um, so now I am not a life coach anymore. I retired or quit, um, three years ago. And, um, so I was not making enough money to support myself. And I was tired of the industry because so many of my acquaintances and connections in the industry, I felt like were pretty slimy in the way they were doing life coaching. Like they were bringing in too much um, new age stuff. They were upselling people into these year long programs, usually group things that would cost $20,000 a year. And if the people said, I just can't afford that, they would challenge them to like, well, how much do you really want this? And you should put it on your credit cards or ask for the money from a family member or take out a loan. And I just found that really irresponsible. And I had, you know, I think a coach should always have a coach, like a therapist should always have a therapist. And I had coaches tell me, you need to be having programs, offers like that. Like, nope, will not do it. I find that unethical. Um, now it's okay to charge that when you're an executive coach and you have an executive at a big company where the company can't afford that. That's different, you know, but charging just people for that. No, 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 no. That kind of sounds like, you know, what we heard on the, on the, uh, Nexium thing. Yes. <laughs> yes. Know? It felt like people were doing that. It's like, okay, start out with this little thing and it would be a taste of what they do and really low costs and they would hold back everything. They, the client would get almost nothing out of it. You know, again, just a little taste and they would upsell from that into a significantly higher price thing that would be three to six months long. And the point of that would be selling into a year long program. That was the, the big bucks. And sometimes like the really big people would have you come to this weekend thing, sometimes free, you know? Um, and the, the point of that would be to sell you into the, Twenty twenty five thousand dollar year long thing, always yeah. a group, always a group thing, and that's how those people make their money. You know, they get twenty, sometimes more people into that year long thing at twenty five thousand dollars each. Just wow, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I just found it so yucky that like no, and uh, 
those coaches tended not to be certified by the International Coach Federation. That's like the uh, respected coach certifying body. And mm-hmm. I was, I was trained by them and sur- uh, trained by authorized schools, uh, by an authorized um, coaching program. And um, that's not what they teach you to do at all. Um, they will encourage you to run groups um, because you do make more money that way, but not these massive groups where you're charging crazy amounts of money that people just can't afford. Yeah. So, yeah. Now, none of that was in Love Guru. I'm just explaining why I left. Yeah. yeah. So, Love Guru. Oh my God. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> So he definitely did everything wrong. You know, the new age spiritual BS. Oh, uh, real quick about that too. Um, I can't tell you how many of those connections I unfriended over the past year and a half or so because they became conspiritualists is the word for it. Um, over this time, like under Trump and especially during the pandemic, they were fairly apolitical. Like I couldn't tell who they would vote for, but again, especially during the pandemic, they would be talking about wake up people about government conspiracies to control us. They believe in that, not all of them, but a lot of them believed in the microchipping thing in the vaccine how just doing natural things um, would prevent you from getting the virus, but also the virus isn't real or it was man-made in a lab and set uh, into the population just for government control. Oh, but no, it's not really real. It's a hoax. So it's like, what? So, so what is it? What do you really believe? Huh? No. And they're telling their clients and their followers that some of these are big influencers. Mm -hmm. No, No. can't do it. Okay. Anyway. So love guru. Um, I did like that John Oliver, Stephen Colbert and Justin Timberlake were in it. They were. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Um, There were some other cameos and those are sort of irrelevant to me, but those three and y'all know, I just, and, don't forget Mariska Hargitay. Yes. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Yes. And then they did the Law and Order sound. Like, yes. an alien. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and his, his greeting to everyone was Mariska Hargitay, you know, palms <laughs> together. And then when he finally meets her, Mariska Hargitay, Mariska Hargitay. So <laughs> that was kind of funny. Yeah. Um, but most everything else was just so crass and crude which y'all know I don't like. I've never seen this before. But yeah, he was just such a terrible coach. The names of his books, but they were like so accurate to what so many of these like non-certified quote coaches spew, you know? So yeah, I think they were like the, the filmmakers and screenwriter had really seen what was out there and this this came out in 2008 Mm -hmm. 
And I didn't get my coach training until 2010. I think if I had seen this when it came out, I would have been like, oh, God, no. (laughs) I think this would have warned me off. Yeah. And and that sucks because there are people out there who are really doing the right thing and helping people. Yes. Yes, there are. These folks. Yes. Uh, Executive coaching really can work. Life coaching can do. I believed that I helped a lot of people. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I got feedback that, that I helped people, um, like one client at a time, I had a few groups and the groups can be really helpful. They were very small groups, like seven, 10 people and people will help each other in the groups and they learn from hearing other people. And then from hearing me coaching other people, you know, you all benefit from that, the whole group benefits. Um, but I just didn't charge where I could make enough money. I didn't have enough clients where I could make enough money. So like, I can't do this anymore. Like it paid the business paid for itself. It covered Mm -hmm. all of my business expenses. So yeah, whatever. And people would ask me like, is this a viable business? And they're like, well, (laughs) There are some people who can make it as a coach, but no, not me. So, but yeah, at least I was not coaching like Mike Myers was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course, he ended up helping, what's his name, Roanoke. So I, I knew going into the movie that he would help whomever he was helping. Yeah. So I did like the Morgan Freeman voiceover. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But otherwise, no. Yeah, I, I find that it was better watching like this context of like that same thing because Tom Cruise's like in the dramatic version of Magnolia, like he was a literal incel coach. Like mm-hmm. while we may not have had that title for it back in 1999 where, when this came out, like we know what that is now. Like he was coaching dudes to take what they want. What was it? The, the power of the cop? Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. And I don't yeah. remember what he said about like the line about what obey the cock and something the pussy. You know, there's some verb about uh, dominate I, the pussy or something. I don't remember. It was but. something like that. And uh, like pussies don't have nine lives. I was like, like this is gross. Like yeah. he truly like went in with that character because I was yeah. looking at him like you are a horrible person. Yeah, but he um, did it so well. I did. thought Tom Cruise was amazing. He did, and like you guys were talking about Nexium earlier, and I was getting vibes of that and Scientology because like you know like the documentaries and everything. Like I felt like he watched those different seminars and like drinking that charisma that those mm-hmm. people have to have like during those meetings um and then like then his, his interview um like with the journalist where like he's wearing his tidy whities like showing off <laughs> he was wearing his tidy whities showing it all off and he was performing that. yeah he was performing because he thought the cameras were rolling mm-hmm. um and i after a point i stopped watching because it was just it was too much and then i went back and read your text like oh you guys aren't watching this so i'm not watching it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh I'm not I, I can't I couldn't watch any more of it but I kind of I wanted to know more about it because um they were talking about how 
he was like that because his dad had left his mom like for Julianne Moore's character and like cheated and everything. And like instead of being so angry with his dad, he was angry at all women. Like, mm-hmm. what the fuck is that? Yeah. Yeah. We blame the wrong people. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it makes sense there because I feel like when someone cheats on us or when you know a parent cheats we blame the other person for some reason we don't want to blame our parent or our partner spouse boyfriend girlfriend whatever we want to blame the other person right so mm-hmm. it makes sense he would blame his it, the julianne moore's character yeah yeah, yeah. women no like you are my dad <laughs> you cheated on my yeah. mom like yeah i'm angry with you (laughs) right right yeah i I am now remembering that interviewer and she was great yeah like the questions that she was asking about his family and he was totally caught off guard he thought it was going to be like this like what puffing him up yeah he was he was drinking his own kool-aid is what he was Mm -hmm. doing like he was waiting for her to fall under his spell and I was so happy she didn't. <laughs> she was a woman, you know. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So for what what we were looking for, it was perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> and Court, you found an article. I did. Um, like it was so funny. Yeah, you know, I'm online all the time. I found this BuzzFeed article that talked about. Okay. Oh, she's got her tail going too. (laughs) She, the cat podcat, had to move off of the couch and over close to me because I'm not on the couch today. I'm in a chair opposite the couch. So she followed me with her loud snoring. She said, I got to get my airtime in. Yeah. yeah so, so y'all enjoy. Oh, she's not even asleep. Oh, she's, she's just, just breathing. So yeah. Well, she's just so zen that she lies down. And as my son would say, she's vibing. As we would say, she's chilling. <laughs> or she's asleep with her eyes open. I can't tell. <laughs> all right um i found this buzzfeed article it said 21 things movies constantly get wrong based on real life knowledge um they talked about how on police tv shows you have the police team they show up at the crime scene and they are just touching everything when um like if this happened in real life the forensic team like they would kill those people because like you're messing up the crime scene like you're contaminating evidence um, so that they said that was one thing um, for our people who live in New York and San Francisco uh, when movies based in San Francisco and New York feature a character pull up and pulling up in their car and parking right in front of their apartment building yes. you know that's not real <laughs> yeah. well yeah you can't do that in any city not no. just not really no yeah you, can't, you really can't especially like downtown city city no yeah um there's one climbing through ductwork to escape from anywhere will not work. <laughs> and another thing about the, the cities, when they get from here to there, which is like 
completely across town. They get there in 10 minutes. Yeah. yeah. In reality, it's like an hour. No, that was something good about the birdcage. When, um, uh, I forget the, the son's name, but his, his biological mom, when she's driving to get to the dinner and she's stuck on the Miami, that bridge. Yeah. Mm And so she calls Aunt from her cell phone and she's like, I'm going to be late. And it did take her like an hour to get there. That okay. was reality. That bridge gets congested all the time. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah. So once in a while. Yes. Yeah. Like I was going to say that and anything that includes LA traffic. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that was like a huge thing in, in that show 24. Yes. Because it was supposed to take place in real time. <laughs> And he Lala. was just impossibly getting from here to there. Oh, I think, didn't La La Land start in the middle of LA traffic and then yes. they're all getting out of their cars and dancing or something. So that's not real, but the traffic was real. Yes. Yeah. yeah. All right. So two, two movies. With a little bit of reality about traffic. Two yes. more things. Um, then there's one that says almost all war movies where an explosion goes off within 10 feet of someone and it throws them around and they continue running, their organs would be liquefied and bits of shrapnel would finish the job. <laughs> so, yeah. My first husband was in the Marine Corps, intel officer, then counter intel officer. He could not watch a military movie, war movie, whatever, without constant snarky, sarcastic commentary. It was annoying and hilarious. All right. When singers decide on the spot which song they're going to sing and they just expect the band to start up and follow along, in reality, bands need music, whether it's full-blown cheat music or just lead sheets. They need something. Mm. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, I'm going to do one more just because I was watching this uh, movie on Disney and I'm going to tell you guys about it in a second. Anytime anyone does CPR, if you're doing it right, you're using your whole body with enough force to break a rib, which is something me and Scott talked about on Buffy. Um, I understand why actors don't want to do that, but I see them with bent elbows and it just instantly breaks any immersion I have. Okay. Um, so I was watching this movie on Disney with a squirrel, and the squirrel died. You, say squ- you said squirrel? The squirrel. Uh, awesome. Something in Flora. Something in Flora. But um, like the squirrel drowns or something, and uh, the little girl, I don't know, she gave him CPR. And I went and looked it up. It's a thing to give animals CPR. Did you guys yeah, know yeah. That? Yes. I didn't know that. I never thought of that. Little baby CPR and mouth to mouth. I mean, firefighters, you know, when they sometimes like rescue an animal from from a fire, they they might have to give it CPR or they might have to give it oxygen. So they have to like make the um, the oxygen mask, you know, the face. Never thought of that. that. Never thought of that. When little girl started giving it mouth to mouth, I was like, wait a minute, what? And yes. I went and looked it up. I was like, oh, crap. This is a thing for real. Yeah. Yes, indeed. I would totally give a squirrel CPR. They are my buddies. We uh, feed them in the park. I know you're not supposed to, but yeah, we do. 
these are urban squirrels. They're very tough. Yeah. They are tough and they're smart. And, you know, what else are they going to eat? Acorns. I mean, they're in the park, but they love our peanuts. That's right. Doritos. No, just unsalted peanuts. Okay, good. They're not even roasted. They're raw in the shell, unsalted peanuts. They yeah. sell they, them at my grocery store. Okay. They eat my tomatoes. <gasps> oh. Your squirrels do? Yes, they do. Oh my gosh. Like they'll take Hardcore. bites. Of, they won't eat the whole thing. They'll take bites out of them and then drop them. And That's then if cool. they've forgotten, they'll do it over and over again. Okay, so, so you, you need to feed them peanuts. They need to stay out of my garden. Then feed them peanuts outside of the garden. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll set them up their own bird feeder. Yes, squirrel feeder. Give them one of those cute little, you know, picnic benches like we've seen <laughs> on things. There, no, because that won't be enough yeah. peanuts. Give them a bowl. Okay. And there's some video I saw where this guy set up an obstacle course for the squirrels to... But don't make it where they fling out. I hate that part. <laughs> That's terrible. And then he ended up taking that part down. And I wouldn't do an obstacle course because the tomatoes are easier to get. You yeah, have to right. peanuts easy to get. And don't put them where they'll like get in the rain. Yeah. Because I had some out and they got really, really wet. And a little squirrel buddy didn't get them. I mean, you know, they'll get them very quickly. And I'm not saying that they won't get them in the rain. Of course they will. But these were out a few days in a spot yeah. that there aren't many squirrels. So I finally had to throw them away. Yeah. They'll get yucky and moldy. So okay. I'll figure out a way that works for all of us. Okay. <laughs> now some wildlife person's going to be listening and saying, no do not feed the squirrels right just trying to help you prevent them from eating your tomatoes yeah especially if they're taking only a bite and then dropping them you can't do anything with those tomatoes because who likes tomatoes i don't (laughs) though i do make cream of tomato soup i do make from scratch tomato basil soup i just will not take a big bite of a tomato yuck no they have different sizes tomatoes i don't like the big ones either they have like some of the oh, little, i hate um, cherry tomatoes no no like there are these like teeny tiny ones like teeny tiny 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 they're, like super bite size and you're like oh a little squirt of tomato no That's no weird I, really weird in the summer i will cut i will peel i'll flash boil you know like blanch a tomato to peel yeah. them yeah and then i will chop them up really fine after taking the seeds out really 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 fine and make homemade tomato basil but then i discovered that i can buy big cans of petite diced tomatoes yeah so they're already diced very fine yeah so if i'm lazy or in the winter i'll mix um the tomato basil out of that yeah and when i make cream of tomato soup i'll just get regular diced tomatoes yeah and now i'm making other sauces or like even lentils or whatever well i'll do petite diced i'll eat those but not diced those are not tiny enough oh kelly i'm (laughs) very peculiar about what kind of tomatoes i eat apparently there there are so many and no slices ever no slices ever so no tomato sandwiches for you God, no. 
Ugh. Like there are so not- many varieties, Kelly. I'm growing oh. at least six different ones right now. Enjoy them. So, so I did. We're eat- not going to eat them. No, I I ate a stuffed tomato in high school uh, when one of my classmates was over six of us. So three couples were going to a formal together and we came over and had dinner at my house first. And, um, this dude cooked the dinner and Mm -hmm. I made something, maybe I made the dessert. So I couldn't really say, I'm not going to eat that. After he stuffed the tomatoes by hand, oh no, and no. cheese on them, and I forget what he stuffed them with. I think it was some kind of vegetable, and then broiled them to melt the cheese. And I'm like, I don't want this, but I can't like say no. If it had been, you know, like some organ meat, and I have eaten organ meats, though never like solid liver, but like pate and stuff. Um. And so I, I had it and it wasn't terrible, but I did have to force myself. He ended up marrying my sister. Okay. Okay. Except they're divorced now. So I don't know if I should have eaten the tomato or not. (laughs) (laughs) It's an omen. That's it. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's funny. I I think he went to that formal with my uh one of my best friends okay yeah just irony it always felt weird that she married one of my classmates (laughs) I don't know what to tell you (laughs) wouldn't that have felt weird to you Susan if your little brother had married one of your classmates, yeah, yeah, yeah. see, mm-hmm. yeah, and there are other people from our school who did that. There are, yeah. I always thought, ooh, yeah. not ooh, but you know, yeah. yeah. So it's not well. And anyway. my second husband actually was right. the older brother of one of our classmates who didn't graduate with us, but was in yeah. school with us through eighth grade so i did yeah, yeah. so right he was one of my classmates oh yes <laughs> well we're so, divorced too so there <laughs> yeah it's like how many of those matches are still together so. oh i can think of one that is one one of my oh i don't know about how many others but one of my classmates uh isn't her husband in from your class I can't name. I'll talk. We'll talk about it afterwards. Yeah, because I'm t- I'm trying to think. Yeah, so we'll talk about it. Afterwards. Okay, we'll talk after. Yeah, we're not going to out anyone on here. I already no. out. They know who they are. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and so yeah. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, and none of them went to Mexico during the freeze. Anyway, um, <laughs> so. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> no, but um, no, I was saying anyway. How? Well, thank God they go to that other school and not the school we went to. <laughs> oh, him cruising. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> oh, uh, so next week, preview for next week, we'll be, since uh, coming up this week, it is like the one year anniversary of uh, when we all went into lockdown. And one solid year of weekly quarantine casting is what we were originally calling it, but mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, so we're going to talk about that. We, we have questions for each other about how this year has been. So This podcasting has kept me sane. Yeah. Like, well, I don't go. like anything on my calendar except this. Mm-hmm. And a weekly outdoor dinner with my former watching buddies and other my dinner buddies, since we can't get together to watch anything. Yeah, yeah. But, you know... By the time we talk again next week, the pandemic will be over. So, oh, yeah, right. we'll we'll be you know back to normal anyway. Like Does that, that mean the podcast stops? We'll see. We'll we'll discuss it next week. We'll we'll make no. all the announcements. <laughs> you already have the schedule all the way up to May, <laughs> and I just added one because we had a couple <laughs> weeks that are open up there. <laughs> well fine okay we'll keep going <laughs> okay <laughs> so yeah i'm looking forward to that chat next week <laughs> me too okay <laughs> it'll either last two minutes or two hours yeah I, i'm sure we'll find something to talk about probably <laughs> that's what we do more school couples yeah (laughs) more school couples that we can't name and courts just looking at us like what the hell (laughs) (laughs) yeah okay people whose names we've forgotten and whatever yeah school classmates who are in jail (laughs) know of any of those <laughs> i'm teasing no i'm not teasing about don't know of any of those i legit don't know about any of those you're okay. thinking hard <laughs> we'll talk we'll talk okay <laughs> we'll talk so anyway so <laughs> until next week everybody geek on <laughs> <laughs>